One of my joints right there for show, for show. What's happening, everybody? Y'all know what it is. Monday, Courtside Radio. We live. We in the building. NBA is back tomorrow. Quick turnaround. We are in no. We didn't have to wait at all. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. But uh, we got a nice show today. It's just me and uh, the shooting guard, ankles in the ER, Mike out of Pappy. What's good with you, big time? How you doing out there? Ah, man, I'm good. COVID-free over here. You know how we got to be. But, uh, you know, it's Monday, baby. It's uh, We've been waiting for this. We ain't had to wait too long, as you said. Yeah. But we got the season starting tomorrow. It's December 22nd here yet. This is better than Christmas games right now. It's here. It, it's here, Christmas baby. coming early, wait. baby. Oh, yeah, you know what it is. We couldn't wait for this. And uh, we got another Fuego show for you. We got my boy, Shice Wright. Mr. Bruce Courtside over there on the ones and twos, chefing it up real quick, gonna give you the vibes for the show. Let's get it and let's go. That's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, so like I was saying, man, you know, we are live. We're a few, sh- we're shorthanded today. You know, we we got a shorthand, but we're trying to stay COVID safe and social distance and stuff. And, you know, people over there handling business and doing things. So, you know, we got, we got two of the best, two of the OGs. Oh. So it's going to be yes, good. Sir. So again, it's Courtside Radio. It's 6.30. I hope y'all are tuned in. Hit us in the chat. Everything is going up. Uh, and y'all let me know how y'all feeling today, man. But uh, we're going to kick it right off. We're going to go right into it. And uh, we're going to start off today with uh, the season predictions for mm-hmm. the NBA Awards. So pretty much every NBA Award we'll go through. We'll get the, the basic ones out the way first. And I'll... Uh, I'll, I'll let Mike lead the way, but I'm going to send him to his way. So, executive of the year. Right now, they have Rob Palenka favored as executive of the year. They have Jane mm-hmm. Jones right behind him. Neil O'Shea, Sam Presti, and uh, Travis Schenck. We all know, like, most of these dudes is out. James Jones, I know, is in there because of his signing for Chris Paul. Uh, Sam Presti, Always in it just because of what he's able to do when he's getting these draft pick hauls. But we all know where this argument is going. The man that was snubbed last year almost had zero votes, or did he have any votes? I'm not sure if he did. And I guess they feel like he had like one or two, maybe. I think they feel like they owe him a little bit. What you think, Mike? I feel like they knew they owed him. Look, they owe my man. He's going to get it, hopefully. But you know how it's usually for the last few years, it's going to be out of prestige. And Rob Palenka. Yeah. Like, you have to think about it. I'm going for Palenka first off. That's going to be yeah. my pick. Just because he got, like, he should have got it. But it's like, you have to look at the man. It was like, they didn't want to give it to him because he was making too many moves. But they felt like he wasn't the one making the moves. Now you see who's pulling the strings. And that man has done a damn good job at another ring to the championship team. Let's get it, baby. 17 under the belt. Yeah, man. You know, like, like I said. Lakers had the best offseason by far. Everyone knows that. Everyone's seen it. Montrez Harrell signing. Dennis Schroeder signing. Locking up the dudes that you want to keep. We just re-signed Kuz to his contract. We'll talk about that later. Um, but for the most part, what, we, what, we, what we're what we expecting is the Lakers to go back-to-back. And 
for like they say, like a championship team for, to have the off off season they had. How can you really like say that it's not gonna be a it's not gonna be um Rob Palinka to lose? And like I, I can understand the James Jones, and I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if Phoenix ends up cracking the top five, top four, and Devin Booker shows out, Chris Paul turns out to be like just a, a piece that just the missing piece to just you know playoffs basically at this point and then oh, yeah. and then you know with the signings they kept Dario Saris you know DeAndre Ayton's gonna be good this year they kept Bridges like they have a decent team out there they've made the right signs they ended up getting rid of Ubre for some pieces you know and some picks but that's and where he and he ended up going from Oklahoma to um the Warriors but yeah. like I said we're gonna go and move off this topic but Everybody is pretty much set on Rob Palenka being the guy, and we all expect it. Yeah. All right. Then, then we got Coach of the Year. Uh, top of the list is going to be Monty Williams, Phoenix Suns. And like I said, that all, following up from the previous argument, that all falls on basically what the Phoenix does this season. You know, things can go horrible. They can get injured and not have a good season, whatever it may be. But for the most part, we expect Phoenix to do well, especially when you have a player like Chris Paul on your squad, knowing what he did with Oklahoma last year and keeping him in the playoffs and making things happen. He has way more talent around him than he did in um, Oklahoma. Then we got Frank Vogel, Rick Carlisle, Doc Rivers, uh, Terry Stotts, Brad Stevens, Coach Spo, and Ty Lue. Anybody on that list other than Monty and Frank Vogel, who is going to be a championship coach, who they hated on again, as always last year, you know, yep. he deserved it, especially with the adjustments he made in the bubble. But they always go off the regular season and they're giving LeBron all the credit and stuff like that. But y'all sleeping on Vogue. But anybody on this list that stands out to you uh, for coach of the year? I will say the standout one outside of Vogel, I'm going to say, honestly, Ty Lu might have. A breakout season, but not just because of what he's going to have, but it's going to be the rivalry that he's added into, or that he's that he that he was an incumbent of yeah. signing with the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers with the Clippers. So yeah. it's like it's crazy because it's like he's going to have the talent around him. Now it's like it's going to be your turn to mold him. How are you going to actually make your changes, make your adjustments during the season? Get your matchups right. Get your uh, lineup right. So it's like this is gonna be something that I can't wait to see. I feel like it's Vogels to lose, but I feel like Ty Lue might have a chance at it depending on how the season goes. But we all know the Lakers might have to go back to back. No Drake, but we might have to get another one under our belt. But it's just like Ty Lue, I give you credit because I give you credit where credit's due. You do your damn yeah. job, you do it good, and you can uh mesh personalities and work with all the players that you got. So uh let me see some Ty Lue. In Vogue, it's yours to lose, big dog. Yeah, man, I like uh, I actually like that pick because Ty Lue can come in and change an entire culture, you know, and that's basically where it goes with him because the team was good last year. They were second in the league pretty much, third or whatever it may have been where they finished. Um, uh-huh. They have the superstars. They have the talent there. We expect it. They, had, they did lose a couple of players, but they gained a couple of players, you know, like uh, Luke Kennard. <laughs> Serge, Serge, Mo money, Serge, Mo money, Mo Serge money, Ibaka. Mo. You know, but for the most part, like I can see Ty Lue sneaking in there. Another one I like from this list, like I said, we spoke about Monty and what Phoenix can do. I like Rick Carlisle on the list because if okay. if Dallas takes that step and gets to the, the top half of the West, 
I always it always depends to me if you're in the top half of the West, especially if you make the three four to two three four. We already know who number yeah. one is. That's the Lake Show. Um, yeah. But the two three four, if you can make that based off of you being in seventh eighth last year, seventh with which which where they were, um, and they added a couple of new pieces. They lost a couple of pieces, and if they can continue to grow, and Luca has the MVP season that they expect of him, um, yeah. you know things can change quickly. But another one I want to I want to say off this list. We want to shout out Brad Stevens. We want to shout out Eric Spoelstra and Terry Stotts, of course. But Doc Rivers in Philly, you have the you team. You you moved your situation. What are you going to do now? They got Seth out there. They got some shooters to surround Ben Simmons with. They have um, a lot a lot going on. You know, on in their in their franchise when it comes to it's kind of like. What's going to happen here? And you know the Harden trade as well is something that's uh, looming. Exactly. Um, and we're trying. Like I know that that hurts a franchise. We got to get into the season tomorrow, knowing that Harden might be on the block, and they're talking about he might be gone by the end of the week or at, within the next two weeks. Uh, they've oh, already he- taken uh, Miami out of the equation completely because they don't have mm-hmm. picks today. So, but we know that Harden likely is going to be traded. But where will he go? You know, like, are they going to get the draft haul that they need? And do you think he fits in with Philly? Because they're talking about trading Ben Simmons for James Harden. I don't know if I want that. I, I don't love, think I want it either. I love James Harden as a, you know, like he's one of the greatest scorers we've ever seen in our life. But I don't know if I like James Harden going to Philly over Ben Simmons um, when you got Ben Simmons who can be a top defensive player and Harden plays absolutely no defense. And he's six ten and was a damn was it almost less the league probably seven feet. Last, he's supposed to have grown like most players, but yeah, yeah, man. So um, they don't have to give up too much for the Sixers because Ben Simmons, Terrence Ferguson, a twenty twenty one first round pick, twenty twenty three first round pick. That's too much. Yeah. That's too much. So who's your pick? Who's your pick? Who's your solid pick? Or which one? What was for the coach what of the year? The, the coach of the year? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say. I don't even want to be Lakers biased and go vote, but mm-hmm. it's like I I want to see I want to see what Lou has to give. Yeah. But I feel like Doc needs Doc needs to make a statement with with the Philly with the Most Philadelphia seventy six if he thinks it. Most but, definitely. Yeah, but it's like it got usual suspects, Foster and all them. But I feel like I, I want to give it to Vogue myself. I want to give it to Vogue just because I know we're going to be in the top tier of NBA competition, literally East and West. But it's like you have the organization and you have the mindset as a coach, knowing how to coach these players, and you have the cream of the crop talent, and you take you get two of the yeah. the top two finalists for six men of the year last year on the Lakers. So we we won a championship and only got better in the offseason. Nobody nobody yeah. knew that was coming but us. So vote, do your thing, and let's get it, baby. All right, we're gonna move on to most improved player, and I like this list actually. Um kinda. They have Michael Porter Jr. favored for most improved player. Uh, OG Ananobi is also on the list, like right behind Michael Porter Jr. I don't know if I see OG. You know, like he's just like a he's a role player. Unless he unless unless he get uh, unless he gets you know like twenty plus a game or eighteen and nine whatever he's doing off the bench, you know, or if he's starting, you know, my bad. If he's starting. And he's giving them a solid third option 
You know like I don't really see it from OG Then we have DeAndre Ayton Who I really like on this list And then RJ Barrett Barrett as well Is on the list I had RJ as one It was mine's I had RJ in there and I had Zoe. I had your boy Zoe. You got because him on there. That's right, boy. Let's go. I got Zoe for you, man. But Appreciate you. Form is looking, it's looking, it's looking formidable. It's like he's actually playing under control, taking mid-range jumpers. I said, is this Lonzo? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I would honestly. And Lonzo today, team. just to add to it, Lonzo today turned down his, his contract extension. And, I saw um, that, uh, clutch. Go ahead, go ahead. I get that because he likes the hype of playing with his brother. He's going to be a restricted free agent, so depending on how he plays, and then he goes out and gets a big contract, you know, New Orleans is going to have to match that. So if they can't match that, you know, like that's going to be a little bit of a danger for them. So I'm, I'm not 100% sure on how that's going to go for New Orleans or Alonzo, but, you know, I wish him the best, and I, I hope he can even get in the conversation for most improved. But I have DeAndre Aiden and R.J. Barrett at the top of my list. Michael Porter Jr., I feel, will still continue to be inconsistent, even though he had moments. But if they go ahead and, let, uh, you know, take the reins off and let him just cook, he could possibly mm-hmm. be one of those guys that I like I, as the most improved player, depending on where they put him in the lineup, starting off the bench, whatever we see. And I can see him being an 18, 7, and 3, you know, having like some moments and some big games, 20, 30 point games, depending on, like I said, if he starts, if they keep him on the bench. Yeah, it's going to be hard because they, they're deep over there in Denver. They have yeah. a lot of pieces, and Bo Bo is actually trying to step up, but I'm not, I'm not hype. I'm not going into the hype. I'm not falling for the hype. They just have too many pivotal pieces and too many like, like too many positionless players that mesh with. I want to shout out. I want to shout out somebody there. in the chat real quick. We got a uh, Lakers twenty twenty one in the chat says he has Doc Rivers winning Coach of the Year, and I'm not. I'm not mad at that pick. I actually like that pick. I hope not. I'm I not at all. Like I, as I long as they the- keep the team intact, you get Harden. I don't know. Um. But like right back to where we were, we're on the most improved player, and I want to talk about uh, DeAndre Ayton and RJ Barrett. DeAndre Ayton, hands down, can easily win this because I saw flashes. He looks really good. He looks like one of those really solid big men that can average twenty and fifteen, twenty five and fifteen. And then when you have a a point guard on your team in Chris Paul who can make big men, I mean Tyson Chandler was getting racks off of you know CP three. Oh, yeah. You know, like he. He can really change the game when it comes to um, to what your big does. And like I said, Aiden was coming into his own. Now, off to New York where we have R.J. Barrett. Uh-huh. I think R.J. ready this year. I think he's ready to go. They've been kind of, you know, he kind of got overlooked in the because of the Zion draft. Of um, course. Which is expected. But R.J. ain't no punk. He ain't no sucky. He ain't no walk. Like he is a hooper, and I think this year's it, he's gonna come out and do exactly what is necessary of him because last year he wasn't that guy. You know, he wasn't that guy oh, yeah. at all. Hmm. He just started stepping up in the preseason, start averaging eighteen five and three. Exactly. But it's like so that's why I was like, and I'm that's in limited RJ, minutes. RJ is a strong pick for me. That's in limited like, minutes. You know, I think exactly. he's gonna be more in the twenty plus range. With like seven or eight, in like five or six, the pressure off him for being a, a the elite scorer. He can be more of a facilitator, playmaker, and then add exactly. his scoring ability in there. So that's why I'm like RJ Barrett. He's gonna be a strong one for me, but it's in between Lonzo and Kuz. I feel like Kuz he has to step up. He got the money, but it's like 
Zoe was going to take the lead because he's like, y'all didn't believe in me. Y'all yeah. didn't think I could make it this far. But him being a defensive point guard, 6'7 defensive point guard, who's learning how to shoot now. Zoe, I believe in you, big dog. Keep getting your dimes, play your defense, and step your game up as I've been seeing. Let's go, Lonzo, most improved player. He deserves he deserve something because he's worked hard just to get to the league. Nobody believed in his ugly shot. Everybody was talking about him, this, that, and the third. The boy can hoop. He's proven it in and out yeah. all season long. Whenever and I'm going to tell you one thing that I, I think that's going to play a factor in that. His brother's in the league, and if, if his brother's showing out, he's not going to let his brother outshine him. He's still the little bro. No, he's not. You still the little bro. I taught you everything exactly. you know. I'll still cook you any day of the week. If you don't want this, you're too small. You ain't ready. But, you know, shout out to that youngster, too. Uh, we're going to move on. Get him eight or nine assists this season. We're going to move on. Defensive player of the year. Uh, Bam Adebayo is favored. Anthony Davis is uh-huh. a close second. Then you have Ben Simmons, Giannis, and then Joel, of course. Um, you want to go first? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and eliminate Joel Embiid right away. Thank you. Thank like, you. I don't even know out. where that came from. Move on. Uh, then Giannis, <laughs> we know we know Giannis is going to want to go back-to-back. Uh, or, I mean, well, three-peat. But I think that with Drew Holiday there... Um, it makes a difference, and like he has, to, he gets to take a little bit of time off on the defensive end, and then he can focus on that offensive game and hopefully work on his jumper. You got Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is somebody I like on this list to actually to win over AD and Bam, just, especially if he stays in Philly because Ben has become an elite defender in this league, and I don't think you can really do much with him, especially as an on-ball defender. Um, Who feels consistently too? But I know AD is mad. Mm-hmm. And I think AD going for that that uh, DPOY and MVP. So I, can oh, I know see. he wants it. He wants it. He at least wants to get one. Yeah, I don't think that he's going to just sit here and lay down. Bam, I like Bam. He's really good. He can guard wings and all that. But I just I think I don't think it's going to be his year just yet. But they can give it to him. You know, I, I feel like the media just hates the Lakers and they always put somebody above us. No, I feel that. That's why I feel like they they don't want to give us everything that we're owed. Because yeah. they, you know, I mean, we we pretty much got to take it as a, as an organization, as fans and everything. But it's like I feel like honestly, Bam is needed the most on defense. Yeah. AD will probably have the most production on defense, being I can guard the perimeter, I can hold down the paint, yeah. and he can turn a lot of his defense into offense. So that's what I think is going to be a key factor to that. It's like how your defense translates into points off turnovers, points off steals, blocks. And it's like AD is going to be a monster in that area and I feel like he has he's going to have to play he's going to play with a chip on his shoulder cuz he know how good he is, how great he is and people he still honestly feel like he doesn't get the recognition for all he does. You can you might oh yeah, this that and the third, but then he gets outshined by LeBron yeah. in the tabloids and in the media. AD is your time to take it, man. Just go time. ahead and get that, man. It's his turn for sure. So your pick is AD? AD. I'm going That's with right. AD. I love it. I love it. I love it. AD for Defensive Player of the Year. Vote AD for Defensive Player of the Year. Okay, we're going to go to the sixth man. Their mm-hmm. favorite is Danilo Gallinari right now. 6'10", <laughs> pull-up king. I mean, he's been healthy. He play, He's going to play in Atlanta. He's going to be featured. He's he's had one of He's. I feel like Danilo like, came in. He was, you know, he was killing the league. 
not kill him, but he was a good player, really good player. You know, he had a lot of hype on him, and then he kind of like lived up to it, but then not so much at the same time. Um, and then when he, and then he started getting injured and stuff like that, and he started getting tossed around to other teams, play for Clippers, Oklahoma, probably another couple. I know he's Denver. But yeah. I can see it in Atlanta. You know, they have a very well-rounded team. And if they're going to depend on him in games and closing out games as one of their scorers other than Trey and Collins and Rondo, who's going to be handling the ball, I like Danilo. I'm not going to lie. I'm not shocked by that. Right behind him, they got Schroeder, um, Schroeder. from the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And then uh, right behind that is Lou Will. Now, the reason I skip over Schroeder so quickly is because um, – the reason I skip over shorter so quickly is because we don't know if he's going to start or if he's going to come off the bench. If he does start, then you, you clearly he's eliminated from the six minute of the year. But if he comes off the bench, I can see him being a huge factor, 20-plus off the bench, uh, him and Montrez Hill running some pick and roll, and just, you know, making things happen. Um, then you got Lou Will, who's going to always be on the list, who I actually like to stay on this list, and to me he's going to be favored. Um they have Tyler Hero on the list because they love him so much, and I don't know, you know, whatever. Um, he has his moments. Yeah, Hero's a baller, he a dog at but he got to prove it this year. You know, like he was quiet all season, got his time in the bubble, and did his thing. I'm not hating on Tyler Hero. One thing you got to know about me, I love the little white boys that can, you know, hold their own on the court with, with these brothers. But I think they like really hyped him up too much, and I don't think it's going to work out for him mentally next year. And I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to get a little bit nervous out there. They're going to key in on the things that they know are his go-to's and his strengths. Yeah. So he's going to have to work on it more. But his handle and his fluidity in the in the actual game and playing through the offense and not forcing things is going to help him a lot yeah. too. So I'm going to move through these other ones quick. Karis Levert, Carmelo Anthony, Norman Powell. Powell's been balling. Melo, I don't know if he's going to be a six-man a year, and I also think Melo could possibly start. Um, Karis LeVert has been in the starting lineup. I don't know if he's going to stay in the starting lineup, but he's been in the starting lineup in Brooklyn until either somebody gets healthy or they figure out something else. But he looked good in the starting lineup. Um, But Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson is at the bottom of this list. And Mm -hmm. I think he should be at the top. Not because he's at least top three. But because of what he did when he got to Utah last year, uh, and he has a full season with them in the offense. And he actually, like, he went crazy last year. He was averaging 20 for a while off the bench. He was, like, keeping him in games, winning games for him. You know, like, hey, I remember think. Remember that streak? They, they almost didn't lose for a straight month as soon as they got him. Exactly. He, had, he hadn't lost when he got there for the longest, which tells you yeah. how big of a factor he was. And he played very well. Even in the bubble, he was doing all right. You know, oh, so yeah. I'm excited to see what Jordan Clarkson brings to the table. I don't want to say he's my full-on pick, but I'm you know what? I'm riding with him. I'm riding with Jordan Clarkson, six man of the year. I'm riding with Jordan. Who you got? You know what? I'm going to go with... I'm not going with uh, Lemon Pepper Lou. Barbecue Lemon Pepper. I ain't doing it. Hey, man. But I Lou feel Lou. like... Uh, I'm, I'm conflicted with it. Because I'm trying to... Uh, you know what? Schroeder might get a little love from it, but I don't feel like Schroeder is going to have the season that is going to be needed for it. Yeah. So I'm going to have to go with a dark horse. Ooh. I'm going to go with a dark horse on this one. We're going to see. I want to say Melo, but he ain't going to get it. I'm going to have to just give it to Schroeder because we're going to have Montrez Harold who just got it. 
Schroeder came up second last year. Yeah. He's going to actually get the minutes to actually prove it, but it all depends on if he will be a starter, though. That's the only thing. Because yeah. we have too many people to place in. THT is going to be on the court somehow. They're not going to be stupid. Oh, no, they, so, not, they ain't that dumb. They yeah, ain't it's going to be hard. Dumb. But, uh, all right. So I, I like that, Shro. Uh, we're going to move on real quick. So we got the rookie of the year list. Um, oh, yeah. LaMelo, Halliburton, Obi Toppin, Killian Hayes from Detroit, and then is it Denny? Denny went to Washington, I think. Did he go to the Wizards? Yes. I think he's the youngster uh, that, that got picked up top for the Wizards. If not, I apologize. But this list, is, cat, this, right? this list is honestly irrelevant to me other than Obi Toppin. I like Killian a little bit, but LaMelo Ball, man. I know Tyrese is uh, – Halliburton is going to be a baller, but I, Melo is like – I think just leaps and bounds ahead of everybody, basically, because he's going to have the 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 all factor, the wild factor, the box office, you know, the the Mm -hmm. highlights. He's going to be in the news, and everybody's just going to fall in love with him as a player, hopefully, you know. Um, But and also I like Obi Toppin because he's going to be in New York. He's a high, he's a walking highlight tape, and he's also shown that he has a lot more to offer other than just like athleticism. Yeah, he he's, he reminds me of a skilled Amari Stoudemire, right? Like undersized Amari. Well, he can also like, hit the open shot. Like he's hitting that. these open threes a little bit here and there, you know. Yeah. Like, so he's bringing things to the table that a lot of people um, didn't expect, at least this early, you know. And I like when these rookies come in and, like, you know, especially like dudes from Kentucky. Um, oh hell yeah! When dudes from Kentucky come into the league and they're like underrated, and then they show out, similar to Devin Booker, similar to what Tyler Hero was doing last year. Um, they don't expect Anthony these Davis. guys. Nah, AD, we knew off top. Well, number one. No, we knew, but he like the squad that they had. It was like, bro, you are the was it? He was yeah. fourth or fifth. But that's another fourth. thing. He, like, yeah, I will say that you're right there because he was you know defensive for the most part. He wasn't out here a walking bucket like he is right now, mm-hmm. pulling up step back threes <laughs> on you for the for the for the dub. Slick hack, slick hack. Like it's it's been outrageous. But uh, I'm Wait, gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Lamelo on this one, hands down. I'm with you. I was just gonna say that it surprises me that so many people are dropping Anthony Edwards out so fast. It's like they man, still right? I mean, I get it because of like just who they have on the team, and there's some the ball has to be shared around with so many people. And I think yeah. he's more one of those people that's just gonna be like all rookie team top player, and then gonna end up turning into one of these defensive stoppers that everybody wants to see. And depending on what he brings on offense, he was a number one pick, but we understand that they have a team that they're still working on, and we got to see what that team can do. And he's not like you know giving the reins like Lamelo, and Lamelo's actually been coming off the bench, but I don't think that either lasts or uh, I don't think it lasts for the most part, but. Even then, like I think he'll he's still going to get the same amount of minutes as a starter. He's going to either close games, um, especially if he learns how to play a little more defense. Yeah, because him, him and uh, Devontae Graham is going to be something. It's going to be a hell of a matchup over there in the backcourt. Because yeah. them two definitely can take you off the dribble. And now they're both showing, well, LaMelo over here being ignorant and being uh, cocky, closing his eyes on three-point shots midway through. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. But LaMelo is my pick. LaMelo's my pick also. But it's just crazy because he's going to have, just like you said, the off factor. But he's going to be the one who's all eyes are going to be on him. And I feel like he's going to step up to the challenge. He's going to actually produce enough to be like, all right, we already knew you're going to be all rookie squad no matter what happens outside of injury. Like, you have it sewn up in the bag. But how are you going to do it is all I want to see. How are you going to do it? All us, 
be miraculous and go ahead and put some buckets on Zoe's head when you get the chance. Oh, I can't wait to see them play each other. Uh, all right, MVP, Luca, LeBron, AD, Tatum, Dame. Luca. I got Luca. I ain't I mad. Luca. You said which one? I ain't mad. I understand yeah. why he's there. And it's more so because he does it all by itself. You That's know, an MVP like is somebody that without them, they you'd be nothing. Without them, you might as well just go on and sit down. You might as well just throw the franchise away. That's how I see an MVP. If you took me out of the equation, we would not be in any position to even be a successful franchise. At least not right away. And Luca is Luca is like just leaps and bounds above like all these guys when it comes, especially at his age. Uh like it's just Luca, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, what he are you gonna really do about him? But I don't want to sleep on LeBron, and I'm definitely not sleeping on AD because, like I said, AD, AD wants more. But with the with the stack team we have, I can see why because it won't be on them so much. I think LeBron sits out a little bit. I think even AD is going to sit out a little bit, you know, get some rest throughout the season. Um, I like Tatum on the list. I don't think he'll be MVP, but I do think Tatum has a really good season. I know before the bubble, he was on a hot streak of thirty, averaging 30-plus, almost 40 points, and then he got in the bubble, and he did his thing when he needed to. They just came up a little short. You know Miami had, had that D on them. Single-digit point game. That's and then you it. know what Dame time is all about. Get a man his respect, hands down. Like, one of the greatest point guards I've ever seen. Uh, one of my favorite point guards in the league. Guards in the league, one of the best scorers we've seen. Like uh, humble and aggressive. I yeah, love man. I, I, I'm all in on Dame too, but uh, Luca, we agree. I understand. I understand. I understand why he's on the list. I understand why he's favored. I've watched the kid play, and I'm in awe every single time because he's this fat white guy that like is like giving y'all the hezzy, the euro, and getting by you, and put he's he's six eight two some like he, he he's 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 a he's a body. He plays uh, he, like Larry he is Bird. A, he is a like they say on Knuckleheads that he is a boy. <laughs> he is a boy, but uh, that's for sure. So now we're gonna do our last uh, predictions of the year. Who do you have for uh, conference finals and finals picks? So who do you think makes the Western Conference Finals, and who do you think makes the Eastern Conference Finals, and then who do you think wins it all? Western Conference Finals. I want the I want the all Staples Center Western Conference Finals Lakers and Clippers going at it. The East on the East side, I feel like I can see maybe Giannis, and then if depending on how how they actually finish off the season, because they have to make up from last season, not even getting past Miami, getting beat up in five. Yeah, but injuries hopefully will not plague plague them this time around. But it's like I see that, and I can see Brooklyn. I can see Brooklyn in Eastern Conference Finals just because they will have two guards, well, two players over there. LeBron, I'm LeBron. They have Kevin Durant and Kyrie, who are unstoppable one-on-one game, and they literally can play together. But they have so many pieces over there now that it's like all they needed was a go-to score. Now they got two of them, and they're both unselfish, but they know they are the best option usually when they have the ball. So it's just going to be a hell of a time trying to stop both of them. So the Nets, the Bucks, I see the uh, see the Brooklyn Nets coming out of it playing hopefully the LA Lakers. 
That's going to be my championship game right there. And Lake Show back-to-back. Lake Show back-to-back. Yeah, I'm expecting a Lakers-Clippers. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody like Denver goes back again. Or even, um, um, who did we deal with last year? Uh, dang it, why can't I say this out loud right now? Um, Dallas. You know, like oh, that, Dallas, oh yeah. I can see depending on health, but if they got KP and Luca, y'all got to get it together, man. Y'all got to get it together, like man. Like if he has that season and he does those things, and you know, some people health is, health is a factor on other teams. You know, like maybe you get an injury here or there. But mm-hmm. I expect Lakers Clippers for the most part. We hope that we get that Eastern Conference. I think it's wide open. Giannis, I know, is like hands down, like likely going to be there. But I think it's wide mm-hmm. open after that. Even though I want to see Philly get there. Um, but I also want to see. Uh, I don't think Miami goes back. I honestly don't. I don't either. I don't think Miami. They, they goes might get back. to the uh, the semis, the semis, but they ain't gonna yeah. make it to the conference finals. Yeah, I don't think Miami goes back. But uh, for the most part, I can. And Boston too. I can see Boston easily going back to the final. Even though they lost a big, I think they could snatch one mid season somehow, um, depending on who's available. But I can. Boston has always been one of those teams that like they're just always there. They're gonna hang around and they're gonna be good. So we know that they, know they, how to find a way. they struggle a little bit, but I think they'll find a way at least to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. But hopefully the Bucks make it and we get that Giannis, LeBron, AD, or uh, even Philly and Ben Simmons. You know, like I really want to see Philly really make it out there. It's just Embiid, man, you got to get it together, bro. Diet, um, work out, bet more, and take care of your body. Like, you, like touch your hair like, too, bro. Man, I ain't lead a hair, lead a hair, whatever it is. Like whatever you, you know, have fun with that. But take care of your body, man. Like period. Come for me like I don't have a head full of hair Alright so y'all know what time it is We gonna segue into from one segment to the other Real quick and I'm gonna go with my team Of the week And my team of the week this week Is The Com Sports Sports Agency team that has Gotten Rudy Gobert his 205 Million dollar contract My god 205 for Rudy Gobert Third now, highest in history now, Rudy Gobert is a big man. He is defensive player of the year. He is a good player. I understand that the asking price for a lot of these guys is pretty much the max if you're going to keep them because somebody else is going to give it to them. But, man, 205 max. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I, 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 I would have fought that. I'm like, dog, we'll go see what you can get. Because some dummy like Detroit would have paid you, but you wouldn't have had no good career or nothing like that. You know, I just, I'm just not sure about Rudy Gobert making that type of money and barely giving me uh, 20 points a night, really. You know, or, you know, getting body sometimes and crying. And he passing a Rona. He's the, he's the poster boy of the coronavirus. Like, no. No. So, team of the week, Rudy Gobert's agency team. Period. Done deal. Uh, Hands down. But so we're gonna segue. Like I said, Rudy Gobert just signed a five-year, two hundred five contract. We had Kuz for the Lakers get his three-year, forty million dollar extension. How did you feel about that? Because a lot of people kept saying he was gonna get traded, um, and we didn't think that he was gonna get his contract signed this season. They might have made him wait. And then last night we hit the hit the ticker. Woj bomb 40 mil 40 mil And I mean You know That's a good rate I think for Someone like Kuz Who hasn't completely Proven himself But has proven That he's able to Adapt adjust And he's still here To work And he's been Growing defensively He's been scoring A little bit better This year Since they've been Giving him the minutes Um So I like I like what Kuz has And what he's bringing To the table Um 
And I'm, I'm, I'm glad he got his contract. What do you think? I feel Cruz, he was, he was deserving of the money, but it's like he knows a bigger bag will be waiting for him when he actually lives up and shows us the, the like and produces for us the way that we've been counting on him and expecting him to the last few seasons since his rookie year. So it's like he's been rumored to be traded so much, let go, and all these other things. But it's like, if honestly, you can't replace a 6'10 power forward who's a perimeter monster. He can shoot whenever. Like, he, he has, when he has the green light, we've seen him at drop 30 pieces, and it didn't surprise us. He was like, bro, you could have been doing this. Whenever he steps up his defensive game, Kuz's game will come together, especially when he takes better shot, like takes better shots, has a better consistency with his shot selection. Dude is going to be a beast when he's ready to be. When he wants to take that next step, I believe all I believe all in you, Kuz. Kyle Kuzma, Flint, Michigan, stand up. I feel you, big dog. Get your money as you got and just prove it. Ball out with us because we need you. Yeah, most definitely. But uh, for me, uh, we're going to continue to go around the league a little bit and give y'all some updates uh, on what, what we got happening out there. Um, and a couple more extensions. So Markel Fultz got a three-year, $50 million extension with Orlando. I'm very happy that he got that. I think Markel <laughs> Fultz could also possibly be most improved player of the year. Like, let's not let's not sleep there. Um, Markel Fultz was a number one pick. Ended up having a shoulder surgery. Couldn't shoot anymore. Was having issues there. My bad, y'all. Let me check the chat and make sure that I... Uh, I'm on it right now for you. I got you. But... Oh, okay. We got the soundtracks slapping. We got Lakers 2021. They loving the RJ pick. Can Zion be the most improved player? I thought about that too, Lakers 2021. But I feel like he's already on a pedestal in the NBA's eyes. So it's kind of crazy. And he has KD. He said, don't sleep on KD for MVP. Oh, my. Yeah, most definitely. And then don't sleep on KD. And I'm not. But I don't think he gets it. I don't think I think he tries to like take it a little easier towards the end of the season or more towards the middle to where like you know and then he got Kyrie out there that's gonna be kind of like outshining but he's very it's very possible that KD can be out here just mad as hell that everybody's writing him off and just tears league apart. Uh, then we got who is this, Mister BB? Said Rudy is way overpaid. Yes, we totally agree there. Uh, only only defensive player here that always getting cooked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Very man, true. In the in the uh, chat saying Boston Jonathan in the chat, Isaac so he tapping in with us. Yeah, Jonathan Isaac oh. did get his four years, eighty million, and um, I'm overpaid. I, I, I don't think so. I like for, Jonathan. For no, I like for who he is, what they have going on on the team. You know, Aaron Gordon's on his last year. You want to lock up other players because Gordon, I think, is actually out of there if his contract is up this year. I don't think they hold on to him. They already paid uh, Vooch last year, so they got to keep these guys under contract to keep a team going. And you got to don't sleep. Orlando's been going to the playoffs or at least been in the conversation pretty much the last few years with almost nothing. I know the East and is they trash, but they're not, they're not a team that is uh, – they're not a team that's just like laying down. They've been fighting and having good teams out here. So, uh, you know and I liked how you. Isaac had a moment defensively last year where he was really good, and he's he's very capable of playing all the way from the three point line down to the paint. So, um, if he stays healthy, because he did get hurt 
Um, and he might not actually even play for a while, but they paid him just to make sure they had him under contract and not have to wait for that. Um, but uh, people saying Isaac's overpaid, and I understand. Like, I get it, but I like him. I like the kid. I, I, I like. I was hoping. I remember I thought, like, maybe Lakers would get him. When uh, I think that was a year that we ended up taking. I can't remember who we took that year. But Isaac, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But let's yeah. get back to where I was. The only reason I'm bringing up contracts, Luke Kennard for the Clippers, <laughs> four years, $64 million. My God. What you got, man? Come on, bruh. Luke Kennard and y'all over here. I mean, I know Serge took the deal, but Luke Kennard. 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 Luke Kennard. Bruh. Got paid by the Clippers. Montrez Hell tweeted out the laughing face emojis. Basically, like, y'all a joke. Y'all are a joke exactly. out there, man. Like, it's kind of like, what do y'all, um, what do y'all think y'all doing out here? Like, Luke Kennard, 64 million. Like, we'll see. You know, I'm not going to sit here and, hey, pay the man. I'm happy the man got paid. Get your money, I'm big dog. Get your money, big dog. But, um. But you, you know what's crazy? The, the flip is proof to me why more and more I see Taylor Swift has a banner of staples before they ask him to. Because they don't have any type of winning ways. Giving Luke Kennard that money, I get it. You you had to blow a bag on somebody, but I don't even want to move in a progressive state of trying to win. Y'all say we're gonna we're gonna lose Montrez. Cool, let's make it up with another player that that can't defensively hold us up. He is a shooter. I give him that shooter. But how many people do you need on the perimeter that you're not gonna use on a consistent basis? You're gonna force feed this man and then you're gonna make him try to have production which I haven't seen like that yeah he and better he be lights been. out he better be lights out from three and play some defense period yeah but I mean I mean going rates and like people get these big contracts but uh, I don't know man four years 64 sounds like a lot of money to me it just sounds like it a is lot a lot of money They, they I'm not gonna say they're wasting it it sounds like a lot of money for a dude that, that, that got it. traded away from his team yeah you know like and I feel like Shout out to that he, Another team of the week Whoever Luke Kennard's agency team is <laughs> We got two teams of the week Whoever, whoever they, Him and Rudy might be on the same deal Because if y'all out here Finessing these dudes You got finesse, work finesse. Pure finesse Jug Hustling you. <laughs> uh, Oh yeah Derek White 73 mil oh, yeah. for San Antonio Spurs y- Y'all tripping Y'all tripping out there in San Antonio But you know like a lot of these teams just don't know what to do And they got all this money to pay And they like holding on to these guys Because they don't want to let them go You know so it's a little bit It's a little tough to see like What they actually are doing out here Like I don't know man I don't know But um So let's see what else we got here Chat going up right now I see Oh my oh, god They've been going up baby They've been going up in there I try to keep us in there you know, Keith said Kuz got robbed him. in comparison to these guys. I don't believe, and I think because he had a shorter contract, um, he's still getting 14 mil a year, which is pretty much what these other guys are getting. He just didn't get as many years. Um, but I think that's t- there to line up with LeBron's contract and the other dudes that are going to be coming out of contract to make sure that they, uh, you know, when it's time, they can resign and they're not, you know, cap strapped. And then, you know, in a couple years, we lose that five mil from Luol Deng's contract. Anybody could get it. Who won it? Uh, how mad is Trez? They actually had the money to pay him and used it on a, uh, someone else. Sheesh. Ooh, I hear you, Mr. BB, because, yeah. 
Uh-oh. Um, no. Isaac got drafted the same year we took Lonzo. That's uh, what I thought. And I was, I think, I remember, I, I thought that's what it was, that we took Lonzo instead of Jonathan Isaac. But whatever. Go, Lonzo. Come back. Come <laughs> back home. Come back home, baby. Come back home. Lakers should have taken Tatum. I understand. I get it. You know. A lot of people passed on Tatum. Philly passed on Tatum. They took Markel Fultz. You know, exactly. like, imagine him out there right now. That would have been the perfect big three. Ben Simmons, uh, Jason Tatum, and B. You need nothing else. Ooh. Nothing else in Philly. So y'all want to talk about the Lakers and what they fumbled on. Philly took a guy that they traded away for a second-round pick. So get out, get out of me. But the NBA is just throwing everybody money right now. Like, it's just like, hey, man. Yep. Like, we know the Rona. We locking y'all up. Like, it is what it is. Like, let's go from there. But, uh... That's around the league. Did you have anything else you want to tap in that I may have missed um, about? Oh yeah, OG. I don't know. We just signed since we did say that he got seventy two mil as well. Um, but for the most part, you know, uh, everything you know has been lining up in the NBA, and we are so excited. Tomorrow is the season opener. Let's go, Lakers! Back to back. The campaign starts tomorrow. Let's go. Don't forget. This is Courtside Radio. You're listening to Good News Radio Station. It's 6.30-ish. Me and my boys, we're going to be out here in 15 minutes. Uh, but So we're going to close this out. Get into a little culture news. Did you watch the E-42 shirt versus? What you mean? But I had a whole I had a whole Bay Bruh. Area celebration in, my, in the living room. It was going up. I couldn't even watch football in the fight. I'm over here like, no, nah, I can't. Like, this is, this is just pretty much what it is right now. Like this is exactly what it is. This is exactly what I expect. Um, this it, man, they killed it, man. Them some OGs, some that Earl Stevens and some slur cane. Oh, that Earl Stevens, that Earl Stevens collection, Earl Stevens selection, the wines. He got the slur cane. He got tequila Ooh. and uh, I think he has a cognac. Um, he does. It's going I up, bro. For sure. It's going up all the way. So, um, bro. It, it took me to the humble state days when I was over there in the Bay Area going to college, playing football. It was just literally like, I matter of fact, I went to school with Lil D. Shout out Lil D. He was on E46 with it, Dance Squad. And it was the craziest thing. He put us up on all the turfing and all that. And I was like, it brought me back to those days. Yeah. Like, literally, E40 and Too Short put on for Cali. They put the look, they put on for the town. And I said, I feel you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that I mean for show. Yeah, they killed it, man. And you know, like we we argue with Mike Kelly, he's not here, so I don't have to cut his mic about the game and E forty. But did you see what Forty was doing? I know Two Shirt got them hits, but y'all, I told y'all y'all wasn't ready for what Forty was gonna bring out when them tracks play. And y'all like him? He had that one. He had that one. He had that one. Yes, yes. that's all Forty. Yes. That's all 40. this 40 is what he does. This is exactly what he does. What do you expect from this man? My so, idol. Yeah. Like I think that was I think that was a a great verse. It's one of the best that I've seen yet. So um very excited I about would, that. <laughs> Did I don't know if you heard, but they had the most expensive production set of five hundred bands. That's just, what they they got money, bro. They got exactly. a lot of money. And I know that was like, you know, but another thing is Apple Music getting a lot of money off of this, but they knew it was going to be big. They know it's not a lot going on. It's the holiday season, people chilling, people out here. So that, that that's big, man. That's huge. And I'm very happy for them. You know, they, you know, people, they got their flowers. 
people were showing their love and their respect. And, you know, dudes like us in our 30s, well, me at least for the most part, you know, that that was huge, man, just to just to go back in time, all them clubs. Most of the tracks that they play, people don't realize, like, they play in the club to this day, every yes. night. They have to play Shake That Monkey. They got to yes. play Tell Me When To Go. Like, what are y'all expecting? Like, and they got to play Muscle Cars. I said, oh, wait muscle a Muscle Cars. Hold on. Fody was wet. He was out there hey. sipping. He was pouring that wine up the whole night. They was like, he was man. getting it bottle by bottle, bro. Yeah, he was just going in, just right off, right out the bottle. It was crazy, but uh, and he was gigging, gigging, and I was like, he getting down. I give it. He was gigging and a little turfing in there. I was like, wait a minute, let me sprinkle. He said, let me sprinkle you. Let me sprinkle you one time, man. But y'all know what it is. Culture news. Shout out E Forty. Shout out Too Short. Mad love, man. Give them men their flowers. Uh. It was a hit, like nonstop. Like I say, it was a concert, man. Like, and it was live. Everybody, I was sitting there with my boys. We was watching. They was like, "Man, I'm so glad we watching this right now." I can't even believe they had never watched verses. It was like oh, y'all. Oh, they picked the perfect time. I was like, y'all never watched. He was like, "Man, nah, I never watched verses." Like they didn't even know where to watch. And my boy had the Apple TV hookup, brought it down. Uh, we watched uh-huh. it on Apple TV on the big screen. It was. 4K, like it was lit, like it was a party. Everybody was going, and not another thing to shout out real quick before we get off this topic. They dropped a joint album on Friday. E40 and Too Short. Go oh, listen. Okay. Go listen tripping. to You're that right. album. It's all new music, bro, and it is banging. I'm beating that banging, tonight. Banging, bro. Like, no do cap. not sleep. Like, it is a hitter. Like, just nonstop, front to back, whole thing. Oh yeah, slaps. They're gonna have them slaps on there, as they would say in the bay. Blaps. Blaps. That's what uh, Forty was saying. Them blappers. Them blaps. It was a blappers. Blap. It was, that's a blap. But yeah, man, you know. Tycoon with the spoon and show dog. Exactly. Going with a spoon in the tycoon game. You know. Yes, it. sir. Yes, sir. But we're gonna keep it pushing, man. We almost up out of here. And you know we can't leave y'all without that two four pick and roll. We got the two today. We're going to go with the five. I'm AD. I'm switching to the five today. Uh, uh, and we're going to really get it in. So uh, what you got for us, Big Mike? So I got a few couple topics for y'all. See if y'all going to roll with me. And see if my big dog going to roll with me. It's going to go ahead and go slide on a, on a pickup. So I'm like, you know what? I have to start off. We're going to keep it basketball. I'm going to have the all what if squad. Who would have the best careers if not for injuries? I'm going to give you a set of three-on-three. Three. I'm going to give you Derrick Rose, Penny Hardaway, and my favorite all-time growing up, well, favorite growing up, T-Mac, Tracy McGrady, versus the baby Jordan, one of the original baby Jordans, Grand Hill, Brandon Roy, who was a monster, and Yao Ming, Mr. I-Can-Do-It-All, at 7'7", and still growing. Now, to keep it simple for me, I'm going to go with the all number one squad of D Rose, Penny Hardaway, and T Mac, just because of how great they were fast. T Mac, it took T Mac was the one who took the most time, but as a scorer, there was no one competing with him other than Kobe. Penny Hardaway was another tall point guard, but athletic, was over here making plays with the uh, young guns, him and Shaq killing it. D Rose, youngest MVP all time, NBA history. It was just those three. I feel like their careers could have flourished without injuries, and it was real hard to see all of them go down. Yeah, definitely, I agree there. 
really agree with you there. I think I'm going to roll with you on this one, man, because these dudes could have been champions for the most part with what they brought to the table. Like, they changed the game completely when they got to the league. I mean, T-Mac struggled a little bit because, you know, he was kind of like straight out of high school rather than going to college, and he had to earn his way pretty much on the team for the, like, when you really think about it. And of his cousin's team, too. Yeah, you know, and then you had Vince Carter, who was uh, going nuts, you know, so he had to earn his, but when he got to Orlando and then Houston, it was kind of like, what you going to do with this man? He And to this day, every NBA player says, I had I couldn't do nothing with T-Mac. Like, he's a, a lot of people's favorite player. He had the full, the total package. He's like 6'9", long arms, shoot, pass, dunk, defend, the whatever. Game on the handle was much. ridiculous, man. The handle was stupid. To be that size, like, come on, man. But he had the long was, arms. Like, come on, man. Like, T-Mac was out of this line, world. Smooth. And then D-Rose, man, like one of the most explosive point guards, one of the most athletic point guards we've probably ever seen in the league other than Russ. And how he yeah. came in the league and just took the league by storm. He won an MVP, bro. Uh, MVP at a very young age. You know, like... Wild in Chicago. And Dope. we always say, you know, those those guards that play like that are, uh, you know, prone to injury. And usually it's gonna, it's not going to end well. Which, I mean, he's still playing in the league. He's still getting paid. He's still a good player. He just ain't yeah, the D-Rose of the past. And he had to pretty much adapt and adjust his game. And then you got your boy, uh, Penny, who is... He's a lot of people's goat in their eyes for the most part. And he changed the whole culture. He changed the sneaker game. Like Penny. Nigga, I got phones on right now. I can't even make this up. Yeah, like Penny, Penny right is hands down one of the most popular basketball players that ever played a game. So mad love there. But no disrespect to those other guys, but I'm rolling with you on that one. Who's next? Next, I'm going to keep it simple. We got the greatest basketball movie of all time. I'm going to give you a quick list and I'm going to tell you who I feel deserves a crown. We have He Got Game, Space Jam, White Men Can't Jump, Coach Carter, Like Mike, Above the Rim, and Blue Chips. Ooh. And I don't want to leave out Love and Basketball. For don't ever leave else. that out. Don't ever leave I that out. Is this a basketball movie? I can't. Don't ever leave that out. But I'm going to go on and cut it off right there. Who you got first? I got to see if I'm rolling with first? you. So what's up? See, now, see. Growing up, Coach Carter was one of the most, like, it was an inspirational movie. It was one of those coming-of-age type movies. But I feel like he got game, came out, and was raw. It was a raw basketball story about Jesus Shuttlesworth. Ray Allen was over there golden and killing niggas over there in New York. So I'm going with he got game basketball-wise, Coach Mm -hmm. Carter, for inspirational purposes. Okay, mine is uh, for sure Blue Chips, one of my favorite movies of all time. I could watch that movie over and over and over and over and over. Like, just over and over. Like, it's just, it's my movie. Like, I don't know what it was about that movie. I just thought it was, like, one of the greatest basketball movies I've ever watched. And then, uh, (laughs) I'm not going to get on this. I love loving basketball. I love it. You know, I'm not, I'm, like, not one of those guys that likes those love stories like that. But I think that was good. And, like, being from L.A., like, it just it just fits so well. It fits so, so well with the city. So, um, But mine, for sure, Blue Chips, hands down. Blue Chips. Right, I know you got one I'm more for me. Let's go and get up out of here so we can get more. this uh, course side from the sidelines. Exactly. We're going to get to it real quick. I got, if you throw in a comedy show and you have to pay three performers, Ooh. I'm going to give you a quick list and I'm going to give you my three. The list is going to start with Richard Pryor, Bernie oh, yeah. Mac, yeah. Martin Lawrence, oh, Chris Rock, this is so Dave hard. Chappelle. Eddie Murphy, Cat Williams, and Kevin Hart. 
So wow, I kept it. Wow, bro. I can only pick three. You can only pick three. Exactly. I'm done. I don't. I'm canceling the show. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm give you my three and tell me if you're gonna roll with me. Because I, I say if you want to keep it real raw and damn near funny as shit, where you can't, you gonna hurt a rib. I'm going Richard Pryor, Bernie Mac, and Dave Chappelle. Those gonna be my three. If I'm paying you money and I want I want the crowd to go ahead and come back for another show, I'm picking them three off top. So you said, all different give me that again. Richard Pryor, you said? Richard Pryor, Bernie, Bernie Mac, and Dave Chappelle. And Dave Chappelle. I love that combo. Love that combo. No disrespect to Bernie, but he's. I'm not rolling with you fully on this. I want to put Dave Chappelle in there and I want to put Bernie in there, but like, I used to watch a lot of comedy. Uh, mm-hmm. Richard Pryor is hands down like one of my favorites. Like I've listened to pretty much every stand up he's ever had five to ten times. Like I couldn't even tell you. Like I, like, I love you. Richard. Now, uh, Dave Chappelle. You know what? Yeah, Dave Chappelle. I'm gonna keep in there. And I don't want to pull Bernie because I love Bernie. But you want to switch it up? I think I want to switch in with. Did you give me Eddie first? Who was the, who's it the was other? Out one? Of, it was Eddie. It was Eddie. Martin Lawrence, Chris Rock, Cat Williams, and Kevin Hart were the rest of the list. Oh, Martin too, man. Martin has some stand-up. I know it's hard, man. but it's a he stand-up. Didn't give me his, stand-up. He, he didn't give me as much stand-up, but no, I love Martin stand-up. All right, Richard Pryor, Dave Chappelle. Oh, this is hard. I'm going to go Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, I got you. I'm going to go Kevin Hart. He's changed, he changed the game when he came out. You know, he so changed the game, but I want to give respect. But I'm going to give you an honorable mention in this group. Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney, one of my dudes. Oh, I got you, you. If you've ever listened to Paul Mooney, com- Paul Mooney is hilarious. And I always like that. That's like real, old that's man, raw comedy ra- right there. Raw racial comedy. He used to write a lot for everybody else. You know, he was always around like the ghosts like Richard Pryor. You know, he helped pave the way for a lot of comedians in the past. Pay Paul Mooney his respects because um, he's definitely on one of my lists for sure. Um, all right, man, we're going to go on and kick it over here to course side from the sidelines. Y'all know what it is. We are not just a basketball show. You heard the coaching news earlier when we talked about the E40 and Too Short. And now we're going to get into our little football topic before we get out of here. I'm going to run through this real quick. Two minutes, how they do on uh, Sunday Night Football. They give you the fastest uh, minutes uh, for the game. So started off Thursday. Chargers, Raiders. Raiders lose. We can move on. I don't want to talk about this. We suck. Marcus Mariota is back. Um, and he played well. Um, yeah, he did. He played very well, so uh, I, I will say that I like to see what's going to happen with my Raiders next year. Jets got their first win over the Rams. What's up, dog? Oh, you there? Man, we're not going to talk Hello? about that. Look, just like the lost, I mean, I can't say nothing because we almost we lost to the Jets, but y'all lost to the Jets, and y'all favored to almost go to the Super Bowl at least. What's going on out here, big dog? You good? Yeah, I'm not good because Jared Goff is still our quarterback. I'm not good. I'm not good right now. But you know what? We're playing. We're playing subpar. We're not. We're not making the the adjustments. We're not getting Cooper Cup the ball. And Cam Akers is actually going to be out until further notice, as of now, with uh, ankle. I think sprained ankle. So we got to go back to the drawing board. Get these plays drawn back up. Come on, Sean McVay. Damn it! Come on. Cowboys got a win over the Niners. So shout out to y'all, Cowboys fans. It was a shootout, forty-one to thirty-three. The Buccaneers almost lost to the Falcons, and you know how that goes. We're going to remind you that the Falcons were up twenty-eight to three over Tom Brady and the Patriots in the Super Bowl. They were up, I want to say, twenty-one or at least fourteen here. They were up big at the half versus Tom, 
And he comes in third quarter and touch. Oh, actually, let's see. He they were up twenty. I want to say twenty four to three or twenty four to seven. Um, yep, twenty four seven. I believe. Yeah, twenty four seven. When they were up and they, you know, the L, the L came through. Uh, Seahawks got the win over Washington only by five. The Bears beat the Vikings. Titans. We know what's going on there. Derrick Henry is a monster. Uh, the Patriots are officially eliminated from playoff contention with the Dolphins beating them. And then you yeah. have Lamar, who seems to be catching rhythm right now, beat the Jags 40-14. to Colts win. They stay on pace. The Packers beat the Panthers. They also stay on pace uh, to, you know, be one of those top teams in the playoffs. And then the Bills, man, they waxed the Broncos as they should because of how they've been playing. But I don't want to, you know, I'm going to put a little respect on the Bills' name because, you know, I like to, like, talk a little mess with my boys as a big Bills fan. But I like to talk my shit when it comes to them. And, um... Get it? Get, like, let, let, they gonna cook, bro. Like they gonna cook for sure. And then tonight, Monday night football is on right now. The Bengals are up on the Steelers, who were the undefeated team. They ended up losing to Washington, who I picked actually, and now they're losing to the Bengals. It's the third quarter. I actually do see the Steelers coming back and winning this, but they, Ben doesn't look good tonight, from what I'm hearing. And uh, it's a very low scoring game. I'm in my pick and pool, and clearly I'm not gonna win because of the score. But uh. Yeah, 10 shout to out to all those right teams. Now. Oh, and also shout out to uh, Jalen Hurts. Even though they did take the L, he looked very good again. He had like um, 200 plus yards and three touchdowns in the first half. Happy to for that man, and good luck to Carson Wentz on um, on your next team because clearly you're not going to be in uh, Philly any longer, and you better hope right. the Patriots trade for you and keep you out there. If not, like good luck, dog. You'll probably end up in Jacksonville or something, or you can go to Chicago and just lose there too. So um, Jacksonville got Trevor Lawrence coming. Yeah, basically the Jets gave it up thanks to you guys. Um, and now Trevor Lawrence says I have to worry about going to New York Jets to, to a horrible franchise who hasn't fired the coach yet. That is the absolute worst coach you've ever seen in your life. All right, that's coming. Um, it's coming. But y'all know what it is. We are out of here. Ran over a little bit, but you know we got a lot to talk about. This is uh, your boy Shice Wright, a.k.a. Bruce Corsi. Mike out of Pappy in the building. Courtside Radio, show love, NBA starts tomorrow. We appreciate everybody for tuning in and uh, tap in with us Thursday as we celebrate our first Lakers win and prepare for the second one on Christmas Day. Let's go! We appreciate everybody, man. Show love, show love. We love y'all. Peace. Be safe out there.